What's up, kings and queens? Welcome back to Bad Habits Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and for supporting the channel and also for supporting us on all of our other networks like Instagram, Spotify, Apple, TikTok, and even for being our friend on Facebook. We appreciate it so, so much. You have no idea. You know, we... It, it truly means a lot to us. You have no idea. Really, it really does mean a lot to us. We are coming right back at it with the Dale 5 murders. Now, I know you guys heard me say before that this is not a true crime channel, and we only go over the true crime channel. Uh, I know you guys heard me say before that this is not a true crime channel, but the only true crime case that we will be going over is the Dale 5 murders. Yes, we might talk about some other ones, but the Dale 5 murders is the one that's really, really important to us. I mean, I'm not saying the other ones are not, but the Dale Five murders is something that we really, you know, kept up with for the past couple of years. Something that we really, really want to get solved and help, you know, see if we can keep it in the spotlight and get solved. And honestly, it's doing amazing. You know, it really is. You know, this this case has been in the spotlight, not just because of us, but because. Ah, damn, let me do it again. What's up, kings and queens? Welcome back to Bad Habits Kingdom. Thank you guys so much for subscribing and for supporting the channel and also for supporting us on our other networks like Instagram, Spotify, Apple, TikTok, and even for being our friend on Facebook. You have no idea how much that means to us. We love you guys so much. You can also reach out to us if you want at badhabitsking at gmail.com. You know, give us your opinions, your theories. We love it. We really, really do. We are coming right back at it with the Delphi murders. Now, I know you guys have heard me say that this is not a true crime channel, but we have talked about true crime cases. But the only true crime case we will really be talking about is the Delphi murders. Now, yes, we have talked about other cases recently, but the Delphi murders is something that we really are passionate about, something that we kept up with for the past couple of years and something that we really want to get solved. So we're just trying to help as much as we can. You know, we're hoping that our videos and stuff can put some, you know, help into the situation, you know, keep it, you know, in the spotlight. We're doing the best we can out here in Vegas. And we will be going to Delphi, Indiana very soon. Within the next few weeks, my queen and I will be flying on out there. I'm really excited. Now, I have a question for you guys. Okay. Is Keegan Klein the guy? Is he bridge guy? I'm just asking straight up. Do you think he is bridge guy? Do you think his father is bridge guy? Do you think his father's bridge guy? The reason why I ask is because when I look at bridge guy and I see Keegan Klein's father, I see something there. I see something. My gut feeling is telling me that Tony Klein could be bridge guy. That's just my personal opinion on it. And guys, just so you know, my queen and daughter are playing in the other room. So I do apologize about the background noise. Now, when over a month ago, the Delphi police came out saying they're trying to look for the person behind the profile of the fake Instagram Snapchat account, Anthony Shots. They asked for the public's help. The public did everything they could, and they found out it was Keegan Klein. Now, Keegan Klein was arrested for basically catfishing minor girls, sending them nudes. You know, they, they were sending him nudes. They were, you know, sending messages, and it was horrible and disgusting. And come to find out, two months before the Dale Five murders happened, he had contact with Libby German. 
Now, I know you guys heard me talk about this before, but when I see Keegan Klein's photo and when I look at the bridge guy's photo, I really just don't see it. That's just me. Okay, you guys might be able to see it. You guys might be right, but I just don't see it. But who I do see is his father, Tony Klein. I mean, when I saw his, when I first saw the photo of his father, I mean, this is when they only arrested Keegan. I said something about that. I said, God, he he looks more like Bridge Guy than his son does. And my queen that was with me was looking at the same photo. She was like, yeah, but they're not even, I mean, he probably has an alibi. They're not even talking about him. They're looking at, you know, Keegan. I'm like, yeah, but. I'm telling you, I, th- I I really think, I really think, uh, I really think Tony might be involved in this. You know, that's just my gut instinct. Then I found out two weeks after the murders happened, Tony's house was raided. They searched his house. And my, you know, feathers went whoop. I was like, whoa, we got something here. We got something here. I'm telling you, this is the guy. That's how I reacted. Of course, you know, I got a little excited. I had to step back and I'm like, okay, maybe it's not the guy, you know, you know, we just took a couple breaths and stuff. This is what I don't understand. Apparently at 1230 PM on February 13th, bridge guy had a conversation with the property owner that was walking her dogs by the bridge. He had a conversation with her an hour before Abby and Libby were even dropped off. So every time they have another person of interest, because they have a person of interest every year, they have about five of them, 10 of them. I mean, they have all I hear is we have another person of interest. This is a person of interest. This is a person of interest. I'm so tired of hearing that. Okay, I'm not trying to badmouth Delphi police. You know, I, I, I have a lot of respect for you guys. I know you guys are trying to do everything you can, but I'm so tired of hearing we have another person of interest. And then after that, it'll be like, um. You know, we're not we're pretty confident that the ones we talk to talk to are, are not involved. OK, then enough with a person of interest. I'm so it's going to get to the point where every time they have a person of interest, we're not going to react to it. As of right now, every time they have a person of interest, we all jump on it. We all check out the backgrounds. We check out their voices. We check out photos. Everybody does. We get so excited, like maybe this could be the guy. Maybe this could be bridge guy. So we do everything we can to come up with as much information as possible. And then we look into it ourselves, give each other feedbacks and theories and leave comments on videos and, you know, emails and stuff like, what do you think? Is it possible? You know, the voice uh, somewhat similar. I mean, every time there's a person of interest, they need to stop with the person of interest. It's getting too much. I don't know if that's them just letting us know that they're still investigating and they haven't let up. I, you know, I, I don't know, but what I recently found out is apparently that Anthony shots profile had 500 phone calls weeks after the murders happened. Two weeks after the murders happened, they end up searching Tony Klein's house, Keegan Klein's father. And apparently they made a statement saying it had nothing to do with the Delphi murders. I call BS on that. I call BS. The reason why is because they had to have been there for that reason. Now, I think they needed they didn't have enough proof or evidence. So they had to come up with a different reason to search his house. But I really do believe they searched his house because of the murders. And they were trying to get some kind of evidence, some kind of proof. You know, hopefully they would just technically stumble upon it. And then when they came up empty, 
that's when they were like, okay, you know, we got to try other tactics. I will say this, you know, I understand that they're keeping it really close to the chest because they don't want any false confessions. Okay. You know, that makes total sense because with this kind of case, there'd be a hundred, 200, 500 false confessions. You would have somebody all the time falsely confessing, confessing to this crime. I, I don't know why people do it, but they would now. And that's, that's really cool that they want to make sure they catch the right guy. I totally get that. You know, that's really smart. But the tactic of keeping it too close to the chest is not working. It's not working. It's been almost five years. In a few weeks, it's going to be five years. Okay? So they have more audio. They should have re released that. Why not? Why not? I, I, I don't see why they can't release it. Apparently, what's more on the audio is only something their killer would know. It, it only something like that. Okay. Well, they were asked the questions... Is the murder on the phone? Is it on the recording? Or is it on video? And they responded saying no. Okay. Then how would it affect the investigation? What's on the recording that only the killer would know? What's on there? It doesn't make sense. If the murders aren't on there, which I actually thought they were for a long time. Sometimes I still think they are. But... If it only contains to the killer, why not give it to us to let us help? Guys down the hill is not enough. Four words is not enough. The photo and the video is too far away. We can't see the face. Apparently, you guys had Disney trying to, you know, get the face done. You had FBI's. I don't know if you had the CIA. You know, maybe that's something to look into. See if the CIA can help out. But, I mean... It's been so long that they should release some more information. Now, don't get me wrong. They don't need to release everything, but a little bit more can help. I don't know what they would be able to release, but if they have more of the killer talking, they should definitely do that. They should definitely talk that or release more information on the killer's voice. Will it be horrible and sad to hear? Absolutely. Absolutely but it at least give more people insights on the killer and maybe a chance to solve the case. You want the public's help, right? You want the public's information. You want to get this case solved. It's been a long time, but keeping it this too close to the chest for so long, it's not working. It's been almost five years. If they're hoping for a confession or for, you know, to stumble across something to where somebody turns them in, they get thousands of tips a day. Thousands. Or at least hundreds. I'm not sure if they get thousands, but they definitely get hundreds of tips a day. Where Homeland Security have, had to offer them equipment to keep up with it, right? I'm sure maybe one or two of those was definitely the right information into Bridge Guide, but they get so many. I mean, I'm not sure if they can keep up with them all. You know, I totally get it, but it's something that they need to really think about because what they're doing is not working. It's not working. It's not working. It's been five years. It, it, five years. I mean, it, you know, it's like, okay, you guys got to come up with a new strategy. You got to release a little bit more info. Just a little bit more. That's all. You saying you have a person of interest every six months, a year is not helping anything. And it's going to get to the point 
that people aren't even going to react to it anymore. They have another person of interest. Okay. Okay. They have another person of interest. Okay. Okay. Do they have a suspect? Oh, a person of interest. Okay. Okay. Anybody could be a person of interest. Anybody. A person of interest, you know, it's like, come on, man. You know, I, I don't mean to badmouth Delphi police. I really don't. I don't mean to disrespect Doug Carter or any of them. I know they have a job to do. I know they're trying to play it safe. I know they're trying to make sure they get the conviction and everything. But they they, they got to do a little bit more if they want the public's health. Because those four words isn't going to do it. It would have been done by now. It would have been done. The sketches obviously aren't working. And the sketches are just confusing. That's just confusing. You release one sketch and then you release a completely different sketch and say ignore the first one. Where in the hell did that come from? The person that actually had the conversation with Bridge Guy, you, every time you have a person of interest, talk to her. Talk to that witness and say, is this him? Look at his face. You actually had a conversation with the man. You had the conversation. This witness talked to Bridge Guy. She saw him. When she, you know, gave the description, she gave the exact description on what you see in the video. The only thing different is she said he did not have blue eyes. And that's the only thing that gets me because me, when I zoom in on the photo, I see blue eyes. That's what I see personally. I don't know if it's the light or just how the photo is or, or what. When I look at it, I see blue eyes. I don't know if you guys see brown eyes or green eyes or blue, you know, red eyes, yellow eyes. I don't know what you guys see. I see blue. I could be wrong. I'm just saying what I see. You know, it could have been the light. It could have been, you know, a shade. I, you know, I don't know. But that's what I see. Now, Keegan Klein, you know, it did, you know, made me a little bit nervous when I found out that he had contact with Libby two months prior to the murders. He had contact with her in December of 2016 that we know of. He could have contacted her even after that. I just personally don't know. But he has con he did contact her in December of 2016. So that's some that was big. I was like, oh wow. Oh. Ooh. This guy is a catfisher with minor girls. He's heavy set. Bridge guy's heavy set. You know, he lived, you know, within the area. We we might have something. We might have something. But then I saw his father. And when I saw his father, that's when I was like, mm, I think, I think it could be the father. I think it could be Tony Klein. And people were like, well, they're not, you know, no, you know, they're, they're looking at his son. His son is the one that catfish. I would say that his father and him are very close. And I believe they both catfish. And I know it's bad for me to assume that, but I do. I think they both knew what they, you know, what, what was up. I think they both do stuff like this. They, I'm not saying they do it together, 
but I think they do. They both do it. They both catfish minor girls. And when I see Bridge Guy walking, it reminds me of Tony Klein. Now, I know people, you know, are going to disagree with me, which is fine. You know, I love your opinions, but I'm just saying that's what I saw. I mean, I, re- I really, really do. And then his house gets searched two weeks after the murders happen. Oh, that's a big red flag. Apparently, it was for something else, which is, I would say, BS. This is the biggest case in Delphi history. They're not going to search the guy's house for something else two weeks after the murders happen. Knowing that their killer is out there. I would assume. But then again, I would also assume that they would not call off the search party for two little girls where it's cold, who are missing, and it's dark out in the woods. I would never imagine that either. And apparently that did happen, which I still can't figure out why. I mean, I've asked a ton of people, why did they call off the search party? Oh, it was cold. Okay. Or it was too dark. Okay. Okay. Flashlights. Get the fire department involved. They have the big lights. You know, a couple jackets. You're looking for two little girls who are missing. 13 and 14 years old. They're in the woods. It's dark. It's cold. What if they were hurt? You know? What if they need to help? You call off the search? And they freeze out there? No. The girls were murdered the same day, you know, within that short period of time. Them finding them that night wouldn't have saved their life. But you still don't call off the search. You don't do it. That's crazy to me. And I am so tired. So tired so pissed that every time a child comes up missing they automatically assume there's nothing terribly wrong they think either they wandered off or ran away or hanging out with friends they don't assume the worst which i just don't get i don't get it i don't get it why don't you assume the worst right away Why do you think that they ran away? Why don't you think they were kidnapped right away? Maybe police need to do that first. And maybe more cases might get solved. Me personally, because Delphi police are really inexperienced when it comes to cases like this, I think they're having a lot of issues. But then the former, you know, district attorney said this case was very odd. The crime scene is extremely odd compared to any other murder crime scene. And there was three signatures left. Then I hear people saying that the bridge guy came out the night in the dark after the original search was called off. He wanted the girls to be found. He knew the girls were going to be found. So he had to go leave his mark. And when I thought he wanted the girls to be found, that's, that's something. I never heard that. Where someone said he wanted the girls to be found. Now he knew. He said that too. In the video that I saw. But when he said he wanted the girls to be found. I thought whoa. Whoa. That's. 
odd. Very odd. And he went in the dark, knowing that three, two girls are missing in that area, and not knowing if there's police around hidden or anything. He's going to go there at nighttime, go through the woods again, go right to where the murders are at, the girls' bodies, and leave his signatures. That's hard for me to believe. Is it possible? Yes. He could have went to the cemetery because that's a straight shot to where the murders happen. You know, if he got, if a car pulled up or something, he could have just said that he's visiting someone at the grave, you know, at their cemetery or whatever. But in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night, where just so happened, just so happened, two minor girls are missing. I also get a lot of questions asking, do I think Bridge Guy was part of the search party? Yes. I do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. I'll, I'll say it like that. Sometimes I don't think he was. I think he was aware of it. I think maybe he knew somebody was that was part of the search party and they told him he got called off or I think he was actually there. You know, I think he's very up to date on this. You know, that's the one thing I get asked all the time. Do, does Bridge Guy watch the videos? Does he watch the videos? Does he watch my videos? I don't know. But does he watch these YouTube videos? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure he watches The Shape or True Crime Investigates or Real Chill or Gray Hudges or Sunny or so many other ones. I'm sure he watches it. I'm saying, I'm. I mean, if he went and left three signature marks, He's definitely proud of what he did or happy of what he's done. You wouldn't leave signature marks if you were doing that. And apparently he left three and one of them was religious for him. Okay. Why won't the police at least let us know about those? You're not telling us how the girls died. Were they positioned weird? Was there a rosary left behind? What was so odd about the murder scene? What was it? We know that Libby was had the most injuries. We know that her clothes were off. But we also know that she was not raped by the killer. We know that her black Nike shoe was found by the, you know, Deer Creek Bank. What What am I missing here? It's been five years. It's been five years. Why can't you give us some more information? It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, even saying, I mean, you don't want to tell us how the girls died. Okay. Okay. That's for false confessions. They want to make sure they have the right person when they find, if they ever make an arrest, but they can tell them, you know, this is what I did. This is how I did it. Then they know they got the guy. But then what's the signatures? At least two of them, if he left three or one of them. Three signatures? I I don't know what the signatures are. I heard that one of them was a religious type of signature.
I I just can't see him going back to the crime scene that night. I mean, he doesn't know if there's a police car waiting. He doesn't know if the families are still out there because apparently people, volunteers were still out there after the original search was called off. They still stayed out there close to midnight. So how does he know they weren't still out there at 1, 2, 3, 4 in the morning? This case is just so odd. And the police are making it odder, to be honest. You know, they're they they're not giving us more, pretty much. You know, and I know a lot of people are happy they don't and stuff, but you know what? It's it's not working. Their tactic they've been doing is not working. It's been five years. I mean, that's been long enough. It's been long enough. I mean, time's up. In uh, over a month ago, I first heard about the King Klein thing. They were looking for him. They got him. Okay, what's going on with that? What's going on with the King Klein investigation? Or the person of interest? What's going on with his father? What's up? I haven't heard anything about it. Nothing. Nada. I haven't heard nothing. I heard that his father would not comment on the situation. That's it. Which, you know, you would expect he wouldn't anyway. So, I mean, that's not a surprise. What What is it? You know, what's up? Why don't you show us footage of the people you did talk to? You know, every time you interrogate somebody, you're it's being recorded, right? Why don't you show us when you talk to Daniel Nations? Or whoever. I mean, there's so many persons of interest. You talked to James Chadwell, right? Why don't you show us that one? We already know he didn't do it. So why don't you show us that information? I mean, we don't 100% know Chadwell didn't do it, but it's a pretty good thought that he didn't do it. Why don't you show us that footage? So we can see how they react and stuff during question. Or see what you guys even ask them. You know. I don't mean to badmouth Delphi police, but it's like, come on. It's been five years. Give us a little bit more. If you want our help, give us a little bit more. Four words and a, a second video and a zoomed in photo that's, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Libby and Abby did everything they could to help us. They did all, everything they could. It was amazing that she even did the recording. Really, that she had the, you know, knowledge or the you know the feeling or, or you know that that itch on your back that she knew she had to do the recording that is amazing itself it was so amazing she got that information that she got the video and the audio of bridge guy her gut instinct was correct now she's Waiting on us to finish it. If the murders are not on the audio, why not release it? Why not? If it only contains to their killer, what's on there? 
as of right now, I think Tony Klein should be really be looked at personally. That's just my personal opinion on it. I could be wrong. Could be Keegan Klein. Could have been Paul Edder. Could have been someone else. People are saying there's three killers involved in this. When I heard that, I was like, what? As of right now, I truly think there could be there could be two. I'm still sticking with one as of right now. I think there could have been two. I highly doubt there was three. But that's just my personal opinion. That's just my personal opinion. You know, they said both sketches. Well, I saw a YouTuber saying that both of the sketches were correct. They're just different people. Okay. Wonder what the police say about that. What do the police say? Do they say they believe there could be more? I, I I actually never heard them talk about that. So if you guys know what Delphi police believe on how many people were involved, let me know. Please leave a comment because I actually haven't seen them talk about it. But I do know on the downhill on down the hill podcast, they asked Doug Carter why was the search called off? And he said, I'm gonna leave that question unanswered. No comment is a comment. They called off the search because they didn't think the girls were murdered. I'm assuming. Why else would you not be out there looking for? Doing everything you can. I know he feels regret about it now. You know, you can see in his press conferences and stuff, he's really passionate. He's really trying to do everything he can to get the case solved. The way they believe they're doing it is the right way. And yes, in a way it is. But you got to give us a little bit more, bud. I mean, you got to give us something more. If there's more audio, a bridge guy, you need to give it to us. Just a little bit more. Maybe the case will be able to get solved. Maybe somebody, will, they didn't recognize the audio from guys down the hill, but they'll recognize some other word or something. You never know. Five years is too long. It's, it's way too long. It's getting harder and harder to solve. No matter how many videos we do about it, no matter how many theories we come up with, no matter how many questions we ask, no matter how many person of interests you get, it does not matter. It doesn't matter. It's still getting harder to solve. And you saying we have another person of interest every few months to let us know that you're still doing the investigation is just going to get to the point where we don't pay attention to it. Because it's you keep saying that we have another person of interest. 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 I'm happy they at least keep us informed on that. I mean, that's something, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. This case is so mind-boggling to me. It's, 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 it's just frustrating to me that that killer has been out there for five years. If you expect him to come into the station one day and do a full confession, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. No matter what you hope for, he's not going to come into the station and confess to this crime. He left three signatures. He's proud of what he's done. I don't know what Keegan Klein's connection out here in Vegas is, 
but I really wish I knew about him then and wish he, I knew he was out here because I would have went and talked to him myself. I would have said, I'll say it like that. I would have went and talked to him. I really think his father, because that's another thing. People were saying, well, Keegan Klein might not be bridge guy, but it doesn't mean he's not connected to him. He might have some answers. Okay. Like what? Is it his father? Is it his friend? I mean, is this, is he part of some like, you know, cult thing or some kind of gang that, you know, do the, does this catfishing thing as a group or something? I mean, I, I'd believe it if it was, you know, there's things like that out there. Tony Klein, look into Tony Klein and tell me what you think. Look into Tony Klein and tell me what you really think. Look at his size. Look at his face. Look at Bridge Guy's face. Look at everything and tell me what you think. Who do you think killed him? Who do you think did it? Do you think it was anybody they talked about so far? Do you think it was Nations? Do you think it was Paul Eder or the pastor guy that assaulted the people in the Catholic store or Chadwell or Klein or, you know, any of them? Do you think any of them were involved? How many other people, person of interest you're going to get on? If you have DNA, you'd be able to, if it was Klein, you'd be able to match it like that. Or have the witness that owned the property that actually had a conversation with Bridge Guy come and see him. So you know she saw Keegan's, Keegan Klein's photo by now. You know she probably haven't seen his father's photo by now. She hasn't said anything about it? Okay. She actually had a conversation with Bridge Guy an hour before Libby and Abby were dropped off. At 12.30 p.m., she went to walk her dogs. She went by the bridge, and she saw Bridge Guy there. She had a conversation with him. She said that he was wearing the same thing that the bridge guy is wearing in the photo, in the video. The only thing she said that I didn't agree with is that he did not have blue eyes. Okay, she could be correct. She had the conversation with him. She was there. I wasn't. So maybe he did not have blue eyes. But she should be the first one to go to every time you guys have a person of interest. Every time. Is this him? Show him the photo. Is this him? Take it down to the station. Put him in a lineup. Is that him right there? Is that the person you talked to? Is that the person you saw that day? That easy. It's that easy. It's that easy. That's going to be it for right now, Kings and, Clean, uh, Kings and Queens. Sorry. I truly think that Tony Klein fits his description. I really do. His house was searched two weeks after the murders happened. I'm not sorry. I, I don't know if they were there because of Keegan, but his house was searched two weeks after the murders. He fits the description to me, and he just looks like bad news. All right, kings and queens, that is it. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I love you guys so much for all your support. Let me know what you think about the Kleins right now. 
Also, check us out on Spotify, Apple, TikTok, Instagram. You know, even can be our friend on Facebook. We're going to be doing a lot more entertainment videos within the next few weeks. So definitely check us out. We love you so much. You guys have a good night. Stay safe. You know, watch out for this coronavirus out here in Vegas. This virus is going around like crazy. So stay safe. Keep your mask on. You guys have a good night. See you later.